What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother, and I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. Since this is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and this is the Sex Experience Podcast, I'm trying to be a sex therapist and a marriage and family therapist. I'm in grad school to become one. Why not talk about it? So, you know, this talk, I'm not so much ready to share my sexual experience, my sexual assault experience with anybody who wants to click on this link. But what I do have is five ways to talk to somebody or be comfortable around somebody who has dealt with abuse. Now, when I say become comfortable around somebody, I mean, like, let's say you have a friend or you meet somebody and you guys just become friends. Like you feel like they're cool. You fuck with them, other other kind of stuff. And they tell you that they have been abused. You know, sometimes that is an eye opener for some people. Sometimes it's a trigger for some people, you know. Everyone everyone deals with certain things a certain kind of way. Not everybody deals with the situation the exact same. So these are just five ways to, I feel like, can work for people to try to deal with someone who has been abused. It could be for a relationship, a friendship, whatever the case may be. I was also, I'll just put it out there. I did look at some of the facts on the Internet and stuff like that. But one thing that really surprised me with the Internet was when I Googled it, it said a lot of times, um, talk to her, be there for her, as if women are the only w- gender that's been abused. Men and women can be abused, and men and women can both be physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, or sexually abused. So let's just put that out there. Just had to say that because that's not fair that it just says her. Like, yes, I have been a victim of abuse, of different kinds of abuse, but I do know men who have been abused as well. So, respectfully. But anyways, let's get into the five things. Number one is be prepared. When I say be prepared, whenever they tell you that they're ready to have that conversation with you, or you see that the conversation is gearing towards them having to open up and talk about it because sometimes it's not always a, hey, what happened to you when you were abused or what happened in that relationship? It's not always like that. Sometimes a conversation could be going a certain way and then it just so happens to be discussed. Just be prepared. You don't know what kind of abuse they dealt with. Like I said, there's different types. There's physical, (coughs) excuse me, sexual Mental, verbal, emotional abuse. Be prepared. They could tell you something like, I got punched in the face a lot. Or something as gruesome and graphic as um, they used to sell me to their friends and they all like nutted me. You never know. But just be prepared because something like... Something crazy, well, not something terrible, something really sad, something that could make you so emotional could come out of their mouth. Just be prepared. And also, in being prepared, do not judge. And when I say do not judge, I mean do not judge the situation, how they handled it, what they went through in the situation, and what they did afterwards. Don't judge them if, like, something that comes up in conversation. With people who deal with people who's been abused. Well, why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you just run away when they had left the house? 
why didn't you just do this? Why didn't you just do that? Don't judge because you don't know where I was mentally, where they were physically, where they were at in life that made them not be able to do the things that you think is so easy and so common. It's not that easy when you're in a abusive relationship or an abusive situation to just get out of. Sometimes the abusers are someone really close to the person. There, you guys have seen stories, movies, shows, books, so many different outlets talk about like how abusers sometimes and the ones that who keep going for so many years and months and stuff like that is somebody really close to the victim. It could be a relationship, a parent, a sibling, a, a relative of some sort, a teacher, a student. It don't matter who. They could just be there. And sometimes it's not that easy to just be like, oh, get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to beat your ass. And if you think that it's that easy, then you shouldn't be so you shouldn't have that mindset because it's definitely not. And it's not like that for everybody. So do not judge. If they sit there and tell you, if they feel comfortable in telling you what happened to them, they respect you and they care about you to a certain degree. People who are really comfortable and they're okay or they're able to discuss their abuse story, they have some level, they, inside of them somewhere is a level of peace and a level of confidence that a lot of people cannot reach or have not reached yet. So if they feel as if that you are important and just that person to know what happened to them, don't judge them because that's a fucked up mindset to have, just to be honest. Support healthy healing decisions. Number three, healthy healing decisions. Don't support them um, wanting to get drunk and high to the point where they don't want to feel anything. Don't support them when they make crazy decisions like they want to just um, throw eggs at random people's cars. Don't do that. Support healthy healing decisions, such as if they're coming to you directly after the situation happened. Help, not even just directly after. Let me rephrase that. If they're coming to you point blank, period, and telling you what's going on, Go talk to the police. There's multiple ways to get in contact with the police. They have the 911 number that we all know. And they also have um, like the quote unquote non-emergency number. But you still need someone to hurry up and get there or make note of this and stuff like that. Contact the police. Even though the police is kind of doing some fucked up shit in this world right now. But still contact the police. They will be able to give you the next steps of what needs to happen or what you need to do. And they also are paid and they are in the position to enforce our safety. So contact the police. Also, help them if they haven't already. And of course, this stuff is if they haven't done this stuff already. Help them find somebody to talk to and help them find inner peace. Such as a therapist, a counselor, or even you could be the person that they would talk to just to find their inner peace, just to make them feel happy again. Because some people who have been abused, that trauma sits with them because it hurts so bad and it's not a time frame on it where you could be abused for a week something happened to the person and you got away from them but because of that week that is time regardless of what happens time put into another person that time can stick with them forever or it could just be a distant fly 
No matter what, though, it happened to them. So people deal with trauma differently. And you have to be cognizant of that. Like when it comes to all these things, you really or when it comes to abuse, you really have to understand or people need to understand that everyone deals with it differently. Some people cry about it every single day, every single night, whatever the case may be. And some people walk around as if nothing happened to them and they keep it pushing. Some people try to speak out and tell what happened to them. But then you have those people who come back in and say, I don't believe you because this person is like this. Regardless of the fact, you don't know what that person is doing when they're not in your face. Now, because I like to be realistic and stuff like that to you, people who out there to you, people out there who lie about being sexually assaulted, abused, physically abused, verbally abused, who lie point blank period, you make it hard. For people who have been abused to come out. That is not, it is not a joke. It's not funny. It's not something to lie about to get ahead. That is the dumbest, pettiest, stupidest way to try to get ahead on somebody or get ahead in life is by claiming that you've been abused. When you don't even know what it's like for some people. Some people have been abused since the time they were born. Some people have been abused for like years some people get abused when they're confused and don't understand and they never make it out some do some don't so for the people who lie you make it hard for people who are telling the truth to find help and live in their truth for the people who aren't lying and you know you're going through what you're going through boom we're talking about you guys right now those people who doesn't believe the other person, that's fucked up. I don't believe you because my homeboy, he never acts like that. You're lying. He was the captain of the basketball team and he would never do anything like that. You're lying. She um, is SGA president. She da 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 You're lying. She didn't throw herself at you. She wouldn't do anything like that. When she's drunk, if anything, all she does is go to sleep. You don't know what that person does when they're not in your face. You never know. You don't know what that person says when you're not around. Only thing you do is you believe who they who they show you that they are. People are actors and actresses. People cap every single day. People lie so much to the point where even their family won't even recognize them. And your family could be the person that the people that you're the closest with. You don't know who that person is behind closed doors, behind that phone. They could text you one thing and be a whole nother person. They could be one way on the Internet and be something somebody totally fucking different. Cut the shit. Cut the cap. If somebody come to you and tell you that they were abused by a specific person, don't go straight for the bullshit of, oh, I don't believe you. I I think you're lying. You were known to be a hoe. You were known to throw yourself at people. You that does not matter in none of that. If a girl was known to be a hoe, okay, that's at her own leisure. If a girl, if a guy was known to be a hoe, that is at his own leisure. When and let's talk about that. Even though we're, I'm giving you guys the five things, we're still just gonna dive into other shit too. When someone is known for being a hoe, 
being a hoe at their own decision, at their own discretion means that they gave consent to do the things that they wanted to do. First of all, what is a hoe? A hoe is a gardening tool. What is a bitch? A bitch is a female dog. Somebody who is sexually liberated or has a lot of sex or talks about sex a lot is not a hoe, is not a bitch, is not any of that stuff. We just say the words because they sound good in songs and they're like, words of endearment. It depends on how you use it. You know, all that stupid ass shit. But if somebody's body count is like 13, what does that have to do with anything? I gave 13 people consent to do something to me that I like to do. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bam. That doesn't mean I still can't get sexually assaulted. I could have had sex with 13 guys. One of those guys, I told them no, and they still took advantage of me. That does not mean nothing about who I give my body to, who I don't give my body to, or none of that stuff. If I tell you no, no means no. If I say I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. I don't care. And Amber Rose said this in an interview, and I felt like that shit was so fucking real because it could get to the point where I'm but, and I agree with her wholeheartedly. I could lay next to you butt booty ass naked. And a guy could too. I could lay next to you butt ass naked and you're literally about to put the condom on. If something in my spirit or something in me says, no, I do not want to continue, then I will not continue. That means no. That doesn't mean, well, I'm already like this, so you might as well finish what you started. That does not mean, oh, well, let me keep going or you at least caught yours, let me get my. No, it doesn't mean that. No means no, because something about this is not right and I don't want to continue. Point blank motherfucking period. That's just that on that. Bada bing, bada boom, bam. And so, boom. Number five is, haha. I don't know, number five. I'm actually on number four. Hmm. Number four, back to talking about, you know, how to talk to or how to be around and be friends with people who have been abused and they want to talk to you about it. Ask them questions. It is nothing wrong with asking questions depending on where they are emotionally talking about it you know it's gonna sound awkward and it's gonna sound weird and stuff like that but if they're talking about their abuse story and they're breaking down crying and they're having a hard time trying to get the words out to you don't rush them and that's actually number five so number five and number four kind of go hand in hand together we're asking them you ask them questions but don't rush them don't force them to talk about anything they don't want to talk about or going into too much details if they give you a rough surface and they're just staying right there because that's where they are comfortably right now, then let them have that time. Because abuse, again, it's hard for each person who's dealt with it. Some people can come out and just talk about it like, yes, I was in a relationship with a guy for five years. And every single day, if I didn't have his breakfast made for him, he used to slap me until blood was coming out of my nose for some people, they can say it like that. And they can go into deep detail of the other beatings and the other stuff like that. And then some people, it hurts for them to talk about it because it feels like they're reliving the trauma. Some people cannot speak as fast or as fluently as others. Some may cry, stutter, all that kind of stuff. So don't rush them. Don't push them to be like, get it out. Tell me. Talk to me. All that other kind of stuff. No. Don't do that. Give them their time. Give them their space to break down their walls and be more comfortable around you to talk about it. And, you know, as you're asking questions, don't ask questions 
in a manner that insults them. Just like I said earlier, well, why didn't you just run away? Why didn't you just cuss them out? Why didn't you just whatever, whatever, whatever? Don't do basically don't ask why questions. Because why? I don't know why. Sometimes I'm sitting in the room and I just don't know why I'm here. I'm just here. Ask questions like, well, how did that make you feel? Do you did you learn any warnings or triggers from this relationship or this situation that makes you know that you don't want to deal with anybody like this again in the future? Ask them questions that is beneficial to you becoming more comfortable and talking to them about it. That way, if they need somebody there for them, then boom, there you are. And also ask them questions that can help them recognize what went wrong. It's not their fault. It's never the victim's fault. But, you know, there are some times where there are red flags, there are warnings that we as all people who have been in relationships, friendships or whatever, we should have attended to those warnings. But we pushed them to the side because we felt like, okay, that wasn't nothing. There are definitely red flags in relationships, friendships, family member relations, whatever. And sometimes what leads to the victim becoming the victim is ignoring the red flags because we're so in love and lust. We feel like we that person wouldn't do anything to us. We believe that they're family, so family should never hurt you in that way. But there are flags that we need to pay attention to. When it comes to family, family members, y'all see the red flags that your sibling, whoever, cousin, uncle, brother, nephew, niece, mom, dad, whatever, is having. Pay attention to them because you never know that red flag where how far it could go same thing when it comes to y'all friends y'all partners whatever pay attention to the red flags just pay attention some red flags they're like oh shit that was a red flag okay they fixed it bit but some red flags are like dee 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 bitch you better dee 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 ding ding dong not 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 who's there what's up no But hopefully you guys learned something from this. Again, the five is just be prepared. Don't judge them. Support healthy emphasis on healthy healing decisions. Ask questions and also don't rush them. When it comes to abuse, you guys, like the world just the world is so tit for tat, topsy turvy, left, right. When it comes to abuse, when bottom line is when it comes to when it's dealing with the victims who are telling the truth about what they're going through, what they're dealing with, we have to help them. I'm not saying we have to as if y'all like have to because y'all grown as hell, y'all ain't got to do shit. But I personally feel like we have to help them. We should help people who have been abused in any type of way because you never know where that trauma could lead. That trauma leads to suicide. That trauma leads to... Um, just drinking your life away and throwing your body away. That trauma leads to mental disorders or mental health, mental stability. That trauma can lead into other relationships. That trauma can lead that person into turning into an abuser because they were victimized. Like, let's stop the cycle. Let's all let's stop the cycle and let's like help them. Even if you can't afford therapy and all the other kind of stuff, never be the kind of person to turn. Don't. Try not to be the kind of person that turns a blind eye to someone who's been victimized 
or who's been a victim. You know, let's be good people. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like I said, I'm going to get back to posting frequently. We have a lot of shit going on. But enjoy the rest of your day and bye.